0: Hey, this is your name, your name, your name. Your name. And uh, they say it ain't easy. Gang Green the have their man. Jets got themselves a
1: great Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Talk about all gas, no break, The great one. We're not talking about effort on the field. We're talking about the process at which we do things.
2: I'm not gonna lie to you. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Keep your foot on the pile. Base, base, base,
3: base, There's no way I'm not gonna have enthusiasm on the sideline.
0: Hey,
2: own this rut! Own this rut! The
3: New York Jets. We beat anybody in the world, and I think we're gonna win next
0: Sunday.
1: Into the schedule that dropped, though. I cannot wait to talk about this. Week one, of course, Mike, the main event when it comes to the schedule talk. We have some other good games, a Halloween game versus the Bengals there. We have a London game. Some positives here, Mike, some negatives. What do you think? Let's, we'll just go through this first. Week one. I mean, NFL, they know what they're doing. They know the drama they're creating, putting Sam Darnold versus Zach Wilson. Week one, they're going to get big numbers. It's a big spot. I think more for Sam, to be honest, guys. Just fourth season in the league, right? And Wilson's playing his first game, but we know that doesn't matter to anybody. It's just going to be Wilson versus Darnold. Mike, when you saw that, when you heard that week one, the Jets were going to be matching up with Sam. Did you expect it when you knew the Panthers were on the schedule or were you a little surprised it came that early?
2: um it didn't really surprise me i mean i understand what they're doing it obviously makes sense everybody i don't want to say the entire nation because most people are going to be fixated on their games but it is going to be a big story leading up not just for the new york jets but the carolina panthers the carolina panthers decided to go with sam Darnold. they could have went with justin fields they invested a good amount into young samuel so um Sam is going to be juiced up Uh, him and Robbie Anderson. They're going to be facing their former team. Uh, I think Trent and cannon is on that team as well. There's a couple of other jet jet guys down there, but you know, the jets decided to go in a different direction. It wasn't an ugly divorce. It wasn't an ugly divorce. It wasn't an ugly separation, but it was the needed separation. And, you know, I said, I, I wish the best for Sam. I hope he is very successful, but uh, obviously week one, It's going to be young Zach, and they're going to set the tone early. And if the Jets come out and they beat the Carolina Panthers for week one, that will establish, you know, this team as, yeah, we made the right choice. If Sam comes out and lights us up somehow, yeah, it's going to be, uh, you know, we're not going to bury the team, but uh, it'll definitely be negative in obviously the tabloids and whatnot.
1: Harrison, let me ask you a question. Do you think if Sam comes up and lights us, say like Mike said, hypothetically, he comes up week one, we go down there and he lights us up. Do you think you're going to hear a lot of people say, I told you so, all this, all the Sam lovers, that 20% of people that want to keep Sam, do you expect that even though it's so short-sighted, do you, do you expect that to happen?
3: I expect it and I agree with the short-sightedness. I agree with everything you said, Keith. I completely agree because I've been saying it on Twitter. I said it on my podcast. We're playing, the like you said it, I literally said the NFL loves drama. They like drama, and that's what they did. They created drama right here by sending the Jets to play at their former quarterback, the former first-round pick they just traded away, reunited with Robbie Anderson, another former Jet, with the head coach that could have been if, you know, they didn't screw up the whole situation, actually let him hire who the hell he wanted to hire. That's true, So that's a point. it's a very interesting situation, but... I think you mentioned that's exactly what's going to happen, but what people need to remember, and this is my message to Jet Nation, this is what you need to hear. Sam Darnold, no matter how good or bad he is, is playing in his 39th game. Right. Zach Wilson is playing in his first ever game nfl career game i mean i'm excited for the jets i think robert sala is the man i love what joe douglas did in the draft i think this team is stacked upon stack on offense and defense and we can light it up but if we don't and sam darnold looks like a kid playing on his 39th game with a better team which he is and zach happens to look like a rookie in his first game which is exactly what he's going to be, yeah. you're going to hear that. That's 100% what's going to happen. The yeah. immediate, especially the media, the media narrative spin is going to be the Jets screwed it up. They should have kept Sam Darnold. Zach is a bust after one game. Zach is a bust. So that's my message, guys. I hope we kill it, but you got to remember, we have a rookie quarterback, a rookie head coach, a rookie offensive coordinator, a lot of new pieces. Rome wasn't built in the day. I mean – if I were the Carolina Panthers, I would even come into this situation going, okay, well, Sam's in his 39th game playing with an infinitely better team. If he's not better than Zach, I would be legitimately concerned if yeah, I'm the Carolina
1: Panthers. And that's the most logical way to look at it. If you think about it, like you said, he's started 38 games. He's, it's his fourth season as a star. He's been starting since day one. Um, Wookie, what do you think? Do you think regardless of how that game shakes out, there's going to be an overreaction one way or the other?
0: Oh, of course it's New Yorkers it's built in us to overreact one way or the other and you know, of course there's going to be something you could skew it either way there's going to be arguments on the radio that next day for both sides you yeah. you shouldn't have got rid of Sam you held on to him too long oh look at Wilson didn't look good and and of course he might not look good he hasn't played an NFL game yet yeah sure give the give the kid a chance now and I agree what you you guys said before if if Sam in game 39 doesn't look better than Wilson in game one Yeah, to some degree then guess what then guess what the Jets
3: are validated immediately
0: uh, and oh. Carolina
1: screwed like that's bad, yeah, like, exactly. you that's bad.
3: like you messed up like you said
2: passed on Justin Wilson Justin Fields at that point that was exactly. to me the stupidest thing they could have ever they could have got Justin Fields like, that's crazy to me but you know what I'm not afraid of Sam Darnold and I don't think any of you guys are I mean like I said I think he can be good But do we really expect Sam to destroy us? I mean, think about all the games he's played. Uh, You said it's his 39th game he's about Mm -hmm. to play, right? Think of all the games he's played. When was he, like, a killer? There were a few games he was good, no doubt. Cowboy game, maybe? Cowboys, if you want to say the Cowboys with Robbie Anderson throw, right? What game was he, like, a terror? Like, look, think of Deshaun Watson. In all the in, the in his first year that game when he went toe-to-toe with yeah russell wilson teams. threw four touchdowns in a yeah. game like what sam never did anything like that so am i really afraid of sam am, i'm afraid of cmc i'm afraid of maybe yeah. some other players on that team like yeah anderson we got our our secondaries trashed and like yeah got, am i afraid of sam darnold not really and again it's not that I'm trying to hate on the kid. It's just you know, and and you're gonna tell me Robert Sala is not gonna be lighten him up from a defensive line perspective. Oh, they are going to
1: And look, and we know our offensive line was trash, but the numbers when Sam faced a blitz or was rushed at all were just, I mean, they were startlingly bad. And that's from, a lot of those things are just your your reaction time. And in college he was not that great at that either. Turned the ball over a ton. First couple years here with the Jets, turned the ball over a ton. Like Harrison said, 38 games, he had 39 interceptions Sam. To go along, I think 15, 16 fumbles. So he's a turnover machine now. Did it. He was a turnover machine in college, turnover machine his first 3 years with the Jets. The fact that some people think he's going to go to Carolina and it just goes away. Goes away. Ceiling for Sam. Say best case scenario. He could probably be better. I will agree with people. He can be better than he was last year with the Jets. Okay, fine. I'll give people that. But what's his ceiling? Was he the 20th best quarterback in the league? Like a Zach Wilson's ceiling is upper echelon. We hasn't played a game yet, guys. I understand that. Taking that all into context, his ceiling to me is up echelon, elite, if he's as good as advertised, right? right? I don't think Sam ever was looked at that way. Right. When we grabbed him up, the reason Jet Nation was disappointed is because they were like, yeah, this guy could be solid, but his NFL comparisons were like Ben Roethlisberger, guys that are... Ben, and if he was Ben, that'd be great. But there's only one guy like Ben Roethlisberger who's kind of right. sloppy-ish and then gets the job done. Sam was sloppy-ish and didn't get the job done. So, I mean, that's what, how I look at that. And when it comes to the schedule, now there's some positives and some negatives here, guys. Um, 13 games. At one o'clock. I mean, that's, I kind of like that just because of the, the rest time before the next week's games. We have no back to back road games the whole season, uh, which is really interesting. Another positive for us. We only play some, face one playoff team the first eight games of the season, which is good. And that last eight games of the season, six of those games are at home. All these things are great. And we have nine home games. So the way the schedule shook out to me, couldn't have been better, Mike. We got some, we got the Texans on there. I'm not saying that they're going to be easy, but who the hell knows who the quarterback is? The bye week six that's interesting in a, in a season that's going to have 17 games. though. That's tough, man, because that's early in the season. you got to play 12 weeks in a row. For the first six weeks, um, we're playing away. And the final stretch of the season, we do play some good teams, even though we have some home games. But, Mike, when you saw the schedule and you took a first glance, we're going to ask Harrison also. We'll go through it with the Wookiee also. It's early enough to go through the schedule and make ridiculous predictions, even though it's May, and see what we think our a record would be. What did you think? Did you have a positive vibe, Mike? Did you think, I right, would. We- win seven or eight games or do you think looking at the schedule this is still just going to be a rebuilding year? don't even worry about the wins we're probably gonna get four, five, six wins
2: yeah and i i would like to get everybody's high level thoughts on wins w's and l's right away like i know it's really early but just to get to your guys thoughts and we'll, we'll go through you know each but i was pretty intrigued and harrison i don't know if you agree with this approach at wookie um when i look at the schedule right people talk about wow, this is a really tough schedule. These are really good teams. Teams change. You know, we add free agents. We draft, you know. But the way I look at it is what type of quarterbacks am I playing? Remember two years ago we were playing Philip Rivers and we were playing Watson and Wilson. And, you know, it's like, oh, we got to face it. But I look at the schedule now. We're playing against Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, Drew Locke, uh we got uh um Ryan Tannehill, right? Um we got Matt Ryan who's old. Um we got uh what else? Cincinnati. So Burrow with his also, one leg with the
1: Texans, right? who knows With the Saints the Texans,
2: right? So I look at I look at this schedule, guys, and we're not really playing the greatest quarterbacks. Um I definitely think there are a bunch of wins in here, and I you know you can say what you want call me a crazy jet fan but i'm definitely feeling very good optimistic about what i'm seeing from the schedule what do you what do you say uh harrison
3: so uh just back before what you guys were saying with sam and i agree michael i mean Sam Darnold wasn't that great in fact he was so bad he was statistically the worst quarterback in the NFL I was one of the last writers defending him for the longest time and I took a lot of flack for it I was defending him to the end of the season and finally you know I took a step back and you realize you know it's it's your quarterback you you always believe in the guy I make the joke like you know with like Terrell Owens in that scene when he's like crying and he's like that's my quarterback man <laughs> like that's just what I think about because you know like that, that's my guy like i believe in him but then when i step back you see all these things you see like all the issues that this difference between having bad numbers and low numbers statistically the worst i don't think he's going to be great immediately but honestly i feel like in that first game he doesn't have to be great he just has to win and right. if the panthers win i think that narrative is still going to be spun and my my again my message is like keith said i I'll tell you guys, I think Zach is legit. I've been on Zach for a long time. This was my guy going back to December. I was saying he was the second best quarterback way back then, by far. Better than Trevor in certain aspects, like pocket awareness, closer to him. I'm telling you guys, we got the guy. This is the guy. It may not happen immediately, but it's going to happen. This is the guy that's going to take us to greatness. Like Keith said, the ceiling is all the way up there. Sam's ceiling on his best day, and that was kind of one of the reasons I helped move away from him. I realized, you know, So maybe he can be good with good coaching, with a team around him. But he's never going to be a top five QB. He's never going to be one of those elite upper echelon guys. And we saw that with Jimmy Garoppolo in the Niners. Having that kind of a quarterback isn't enough. You need that guy. We see it with Brady. We see it with Mahomes. And Wilson has that potential. But, you know, looking at the schedule, going at that for a second. What's interesting with me is, like, I never really cared as much. You know, like, I love the draft. Get all excited about the draft. We pick up our team, what we do. But I never was that excited about, you know, who we play. Like, I mean, I just want good football. Better competition makes better games. I just love football. Like, But, you know, you look at these first couple of games, Carolina, like you say, is winnable. New England, I definitely think the Jets would want to stick it to them at home in the beginning there. Denver is weak. Who's going to be yes. their quarterback?
1: Bridgewater or yeah, Lock?
2: Right, right,
1: right. That's what I'm saying. The beginning of this schedule. just schedule is great it. to start. Let's, let's make predictions in May, Mike, and see if they're true in a year. <laughs> So when we go to week one here, do you think – I'm going to say I think Jets can take a W. Taking
2: a W, son. I'm taking a W coming out. Every single new coach that we've had takes a W in week one. And you can even take that on with uh, Adam Gase as well. Actually, no, Adam Gase took an L his first game, right? Yeah, he played – they played Buffalo, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but every young quarterback – I think, took a W. Sanchez took a W. Yeah. Even though Sam Even though did an interception on in that first pass. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, Darnold. Darnold uh, <laughs> and Darnold did an and that Sam pass. had his, his first W. Okay, so not That's every new Donald. coach, but co- new quarterbacks, they take the W. So I'm taking a W with Zach, too. All
1: right, so we think week one, we could take this down. What about week two, like Harrison said? Oh, the, the beginning of the schedule here, Carolina, Patriots, Broncos. I mean, those are three games they could win. I'm not saying they're going to go 3-0. We know how this world works. Probably be 0-3 the way we all, we, the way the Jets torture us all. But the Patriot game, that's our first home game. They're going to be hyped up, Mike. I have not been at the stadium in almost two years by that point. It'll be 21 months. Do you want to, it's not just me, all the Jets fans. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be selfish, Jet fans. We're going to be out of our minds that day. We're winning that game, Mike. I'm giving us a W
2: first. All right. Well, Harrison, you got, what do you got The first two games? I think that's a good point Keith makes. I mean,
3: the first home game after all of this COVID and being oh. locked out and not being there, that first home game, all that pent up aggression gets to go at new England and Belichick. And that is exciting. I mean, I honestly think it's probably going to be Newton. I mean, I don't think like, you know, out of left field, yeah. maybe they think Mac Jones is ready. I mean, we'll have to see in that situation. I think it's going to be Newton and, he is, He's not a bad quarterback. Like, people make him out a lot worse than he is. He's not a bad quarterback by any way, shape of the word. I mean, he just hasn't done well lately. He hasn't had a good team around him, per se. Yeah. But, I mean, that's definitely a winnable game. You look at that on the schedule. Yeah, Newton and like you said, going down, yeah.
1: Yeah, Newton's not that bad. Like, he's not a complete scrub, but I think you have to cater an offense to what he can do now.
2: But well, Wookiee is a fan of his wardrobe.
1: Oh, oh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Oh, no, no,
2: Cam no Newton. Newton. Oh, you love Cam Newton? Newton.
0: Oh yeah. Oh God, please. Him and Clyde.
1: But is he on, is he on the POS list, Newton, or he, that's just a permanent member, right?
0: I, I th- I think, um, I just think his, his his wardrobe is on the POS list. Like if just I get the wardrobe,
1: I could probably yeah, I probably do
0: like that stupid Bills thing, Bills fan thing, where they jump off the the bus onto a flaming yeah. table. But instead of the table, it would be Cam Newton's wardrobe.
2: You got flame. the Jets. You got the Jets beaten, Patriots. Um, I got the Jets 2-0. You know. Really?
1: Oh, I like I like yep. whoa. He's, All look, he's right. I hope you're right, he's right man. Yep.
2: He's and so he's look, a giant he's, fan and Harrison he's a giant fan by the way. So just yeah. this isn't a Jet fan. This is an actual of real uh, opinion, non-biased. Two Very winnable you know games. I mean, <laughs> very winnable games for them. Yeah. Not now, that our I, opinions aren't. I mean, obviously, though, we're just Oh, no, we're
1: slant. <laughs> ne- I never say that I'm completely objective. This is no way. I, can- I try my best, but I love the Jets. <laughs> We've been rooting for this team so long, Mike. Sometimes you you hope beyond hope for no reason. But,
2: but we couldn't pressure. possibly think we're going 3-0, and though. You can't tell
1: me that. Keith. September 26, Broncos at Denver. Now, who's Denver's quarterback going to be, Mike? I think,
2: think Bridgewater is Drew Locke?
1: It's got to be Bridgewater,
2: right? It's got to be Bridgewater.
1: He has to be the quarterback. Drew Lock is so bad. He, Any he, The thing is, we have a, a fantasy football league on the side, Harrison, with our friends, 16 of us. Full team keeper. It's psychotic, right? So whoever you draft is on your team forever, unless you trade him away or something. And a Drew Locke, exact dynasty, exact, but full team, full roster, right? So Drew lock has been bandied about our league and talked about very often as someone, some people think he could be good, some people think he could be bad. I think he's a bum. Um, and I don't think he's going to be starting very long this year. I think Teddy B will be starting by week three. I don't know, Mike. What did we say? I don't think the Jets can logically go 3-0. So I'm just going to give us an L here. 3-0, 3-0 just sounds unrealistic to my impossible. mind.
2: possible. I can't see it. We're taking it now. One of those games, <laughs> we're taking now. We're 2-1 after week just off three. There's not the law there's of averages. There's no way. There's no way. I can't imagine.
1: And if everyone wants, after the show, we'll make a separate video explaining the scientific way we're going about this right
2: now. Yeah. I can't see it. We're taking it now. One of those games. We're taking it now. We're two and one after we. Just on the line averages. No way. There's no way. I can't imagine. And
1: if everyone wants, after the show, we'll make a separate video explaining the scientific way we're going about this right now. Yeah. Obviously, this is going to be. Oh spot yeah. On guys. All right. What, what about um, you?
2: What about you, Harrison? Are we going what, three and zero or think, what? Broncos. You know, is I think possible? it's possible. Honestly, I think the Carolina game
3: is going to be again a little bit tougher than people think because yeah. you know you can't okay. take away the fact of you know Sam Darnold wanting that revenge, like having a little bit of his on his shoulder, playing a little maybe better than he normally Hmm. does on a better talented team. Even if we lose that first game, though. So let's say we lose at Carolina. I think we could beat New England and beat Denver, but then Tennessee and Atlanta are two games i mean i don't think we beat tennessee i think we could beat atlanta but those are going to be tough games I then agree. you go th- the schedule at that point now you're on the road to new england now which is always hard to win yeah, that's and L. you're playing C- cincinnati i imagine by week 8 at that point burrow is 100% healthy yeah. so yeah
2: i, don't, I sure.
1: yeah i that's how i, I feel. Yeah. when they play tennessee Oh, and that's such a well rounded team. That's a. Di- uh, and you know, guys, this the thing. We're doing this now. You don't know what our team's going to look like by week four. We might be a world machine. It's going to be a hard one to see us winning. A game in London, even though the Falcons, you think, had some injuries last year, they drafted much higher than you would think the Falcons would be drafting. Well, the talent they have. Games in London are weird. That's just a complete wild card when you go play their guys. That week five game, that's 10 <sighs> games. So I don't know. I, it's hard for me to envision the Jets going out there whooping on the Falcons, but the Falcons weren't that good last year. No. I mean, let's be honest. And Matt Ryan's not that great. So. And I They're losing one of those two games. And I think best-case scenario, come out of those first five, we're three and two, and then we go into I, that five. I, I and
2: I got us at L's on both of them, Keith. And the reason why with Atlanta, the reason why, there's one reason, is because our weakest position is cornerback. And they got Ridley, they got Julio, and now they got Pitts. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's yeah. too big of a delta. It's true, talent. and what we're
1: hoping for when the season starts but by the time we play the first game of the season, we're going to have another corner on this team. It's not going to be the guys that, not going to be the whole guy. I hope so. I don't don't so. Don't
3: sleep on Jordan, uh, Jason Pinnock. That's my only thing I got to say. Might, oh, don't oh, sleep we're going to talk, talk about him. We're don't sleep on
1: Maybe we already have that corner in the building because we have so many young corners oh. and we know how that position is, guys. But theoretically, I think they might grab a vet by the time the season starts. Say, say they don't, Mike. When it comes to the defensive line, grabbing Lawson out there too, I think we're going to be creating more of a passion than we have in a really long time. And even though we might not have the best secondary, if the guy has to get the ball that one second sooner than we're used to, it's going to help us big time. But even with that said, it's hard to envision the Jets being going into London and winning the game at Tennessee. So, Mike, I'm going to give us the L in the London game, bro. Well. You know, I could, okay. I, you just convinced me. We're not taking yeah. that. Line. And then we have a bye. <laughs> you know, we play the Pats, and we play the Bengals after that. Now, that first Pats game, I don't, I don't see them beating the Pats twice in the season. I don't know if that's going to happen. And this, this game will be in New England. They'll probably be rolling a little bit better on offense by then. I don't know if they're going to go up there in October to we'll beat the Pats a second time. Mike, I'm going to give us a loss for that game versus the Pats there. So we're
2: two and four right now. I, I'm in line with you. I'm so aligned. Right. We're two That's and four. What do you think? And I think right? Harris I think, is the same uh, thing. The, uh, 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 yeah, 16, going back to that Tennessee forward. game for a second, I mean, the one thing you got to remember
3: that team eats and revolves around Derrick Henry. So if I were Robert Sala, I'm taking. Foley fought my run stuffer, Quinnen and Rankins, and I'm telling the three of them, your job is to kill Henry. Your job is wherever Henry goes, you destroy him. And that is the only way I think they can win that game. The Falcon game, Michael, I got the same fear you do, because I said it in my mock. I said, you know, if they believe in Matt Ryan, he's only got one or two good years left. They need to give him a top weapon. And who better than if you have Julio Jones on the outside than a guy like Kyle Pitts on the inside. So you mentioned a man, Pitts, Ridley, uh Jones and Jones hasn't skipped a beat. I mean, that dude's getting up there, but he still looks elite. I'm I, I wouldn't sleep on the Falcons. I honestly wouldn't. I think if Matt Ryan's going to put together one solid year and like do like a comeback thing,
2: like Roethlisberger did, this might be the year. Wookie. Do you think the same thing? I know you have Matt Ryan as your quarterback.
0: Oh yeah. Let's what uh, to say about Matt Hey, ice. you know, Matty ice is getting up there. He's, uh, he's almost uh, on the golf links as, in terms of a career, but uh like all you guys mentioned, getting him the weapons, I'm hoping that this year is the year for him. Obviously, selfish reasons in fantasy, um, but I agree with you guys. I think it's a, I think it's two and four coming out of that uh, that the Atlanta game.
1: All right now, I also think they're going to get whooped up here by the Pats, like we said. The second game, I'm
2: yeah, I do too. And then 100%. they go ahead and
1: play the Bengals on Halloween home game.
2: I just think we're we going to scrape the Bengals. I've think, never you been know, a know fan what we do burrow. historically?
1: We, we just whoop we, the
2: Bengals. Yeah, I just I you know Not what? Not that that
1: means anything. But I feel good about that game. You know,
3: Joe Burrow, bro, I said look, the best quarterback in that draft was Justin Herbert. I said that back back in January
1: 2020. Yeah, just that he turned out.
2: to there be There you stuff, go. You and look, and you know what I turned said. Out to I be said it was. Stuff, I man. said it was Tua. Okay, I I didn't like Justin. Bur- this is the reason <laughs> why I didn't like Burrow. Because he was a one-year wonder, a one-year hit. Not like Zach Wilson, because Zach Wilson was like, oh, he was a one-year. No, he played all three seasons. He was hurt his second season. He played his freshman season. He finished the bowl game his freshman season, 18 for 18 in a bowl game. Okay? So let's not act like he was a one-year wonder. He got hurt, and then he came back. He was healthy. He got ill. But Burrow, Burrow was behind Haskins, okay? And Ohio State left, went to an institution like LSU, blew up one year, older cat, and small hands. And I just look at him and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Now he got hurt, knee scraped. We'll see. I'm a little bit suspect on on Burrow and I was definitely wrong on Tua because Tua is, I mean, you know what? Let's just give him a little bit more time because he did have the hip smash, so we'll see but i don't know he he looks a little scrubified to me. Yeah,
3: Michael i like your take i like your take Michael on Burrow cuz i honestly felt the same way that you know i mean it's because of how much he put up in that one year I like if that was it like if it wasn't the case he wouldn't have been a first round pick like that or the first insane, overall pick i mean he wouldn't have been man. the first overall pick if that wasn't the case it like felt- with Herbert it was just like i watched this kid i just felt like i had rarely seen a quarterback that do a more beautiful football like when Herbert threw the football, I was just like, like the, the, the light went on and I was like, ah. like he just threw an amazing, <laughs> amazing football and he hit like everywhere on the field. I didn't get why everyone like was, wasn't on him. Like that didn't make sense.
2: I just that. thought like it was going to be Benji a Mar- Mar- I, I'll be honest. I, I'll be real with you. It was biased on Mariota and Oregon quarterbacks. I fell into it. I m- beat 1000% real with you. I fell into it. It was kind of the reason why I was feeling about fields i shouldn't feel that way but i'm just scared of ohio state and let me tell you something the jets better never ever draft a quarterback from usc as long as i'm alive (laughs) ever (laughs) again Okay, and I don't like the whole bias thing with the, the, the with the schools. That's, it's but not it, real. It's Mark real. Sanchez did take us real. to two
1: AFC champs. Yeah. He, did, he, did,
2: he did, but I, I know. know the
1: furthest we've gotten in forever is a USC QB. Yeah, true. And it's such a myth because look at all the top quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Go to the top 10, 10 quarterbacks. They all want to different schools. No I know. School and
3: yeah, bro, Ohio State's worse. Ohio State's got a worse track record. Oh, the worst. The we look worst at this. It's ever. one
1: of. One of the worst. We had an Ohio State B reporter on. We were going through it. We're like, bad, this is bad, dude. Bad. This is really bad. And then on the flip, if you were going to say a school that has thrown a lot of NFL quarterbacks into the mix, you know what it is, Mike? It's BYU. How about that? Yeah. Steve McMahon. Uh should be Jim McMahon. Steve yeah. Young, a whole bunch of other guys. Ty Detmer even played for a little Ty while. Ty Detmer.
2: So. And then our um, boy in the Saints.
1: Uh, Taysom Hill. Taysom. Are you serious? Right we no, could have a Taysom. Quarterback St- factory. <laughs> Quarterback factory, guys. Now, the next game after that bagel game, guys, coming up November 4th is versus the Colts. And this is how I always look at these NFL schedules. All the games you think you're going to lose, you never lose them all. You always get a win or two in the season where are like, oh, we're not going to beat that team. We're not going to beat that team. We don't know which game it's going to be. But the Colts coming in with Carson Wentz, I'm not a big Carson Wentz guy. Um, that plenty of talent, run well, coached well. Understand all that. Not the biggest fan of Carson Wentz the past two seasons, guys. Especially last year. I don't like his attitude. Doesn't seem like the type of guy who's going to lead a team just on his own, you know? And that year they won the Super Bowl. Who knows what would have happened if he was in there? Um, Nick Foles is probably in his nightmares every single, every single day of his life, the poor dude. But I think the Jets can go in there to Annapolis by the middle of the season when we're getting rolling here, Mike. I think we could take W in this game.
2: I do, too. Look, guys, the eagles were doing really well with mr wentz and mr wentz went down with an injury and nicky Foles came in and he took them all the way pretty much to the super bowl and the next year the players were saying we want nick Foles as the starter ownership said no but you know what happened mr wentz got allowed that to get inside of him mentally and it affected him and it affected him the following year and now he goes to Indianapolis where he's been in the league for a couple of years and you got Michael Pittman saying, you can't take my number. You know what I'm saying? Just, just pretty much smacking him upside the head. I mean, that's, that's he's, you know, he's got mental issues. So (laughs) I agree. I agree with Keith. I'm not a fan of Carson Wentz, I'm not afraid of Carson Wentz, and I think the, the Jets are going to go in there and just beat down the freaking Indianapolis Colts. You know what happened have to a, Carson I Wentz, have Mike, a feeling.
1: It's like as if a kid changed high schools because he's getting bullied. Goes to the new high school. Yeah. The first day, they just dump him into garbage cans. Yeah. That's what Michael Pittman did to him. That's what he did to him. He came Pretty in, much. he's like, I'm going to build <laughs> respect up in this new locker room. Pittman's like, no, you're not. I don't care who you are, bro. You're not like, getting my face. face. He piece. said no. Oh, <laughs> don't you believe that?
3: Bro, I wouldn't want. I just want him to turn around and be like, "You're not Tom Brady." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's what I wanted. Like, just mic drop. No,
0: what, are what are you are your, You're, you're
2: buying me, yeah. Harrison, you think we take a, a W versus versus the Colts or what? Man, you could easily beat the Colts. because i not only not only am I not
3: a Carson Wentz fan. Now I've never been a Carson Wentz fan. That 2016 draft. I kept getting regurgitation. I was like, so the top quarterbacks are Wentz, Goff, Goff. and Paxton Lynch. I was like, this is the worst. I kept saying it. I was like, this is the worst quarterback top class I've seen. Like, I hated all of them. Even uh, Goff. Like, I don't even think Goff has a chance with the Lions. Like, all the Lions fans think they won that trade. No, there's a reason you got (laughs) a bunch of first-round picks. You got a lot of first-round picks for a reason. (laughs) You yeah. got Goff, not like in a good way. You got Goff in a bad way. So means... I never liked the top of that draft. I wish people listened to me because I was screaming from the top of the banisters. The kid to look at in this draft is Dak Prescott. Like, I wanted Dak Prescott in the second round when we took he who shall not be named. Like, I, that pissed me off like crazy. Oh, we I took... wanted Prescott. We took right.
2: freaking, yes. yeah. yeah. Mr. I can't yeah. hit
3: water if I fell yeah. off a boat. Yeah. And
1: when do you see When do you see Harrison, a, a, a coach? Like, I, I, they say anonymously, but Sean McVay just buried Goff. Oh, he, he can't. He can't read defense. Destroyed so all these, him. Keith. All these things start sneaking. Now you saw it. That team
3: was stacked on stack. Oh, like I mean, God. even a competent like Mark Sanchez would have took that team to the Super
1: Bowl. Yeah, oh, ton of yeah. players. Ton, yeah. ton of talent. That team. Yeah, is. absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, that Colt game's winnable. I yeah, think definitely. If, if we go ahead. We played that first home game
2: against uh, the, the Hill the first people.
1: time we played the Hill people, the most hated Hill people. Of all. I think
3: we're losing to Buffalo twice. I'm sorry, I hate to say. Uh, it.
1: I, I don't want to feel it, but it's <sighs> like when I saw them play. last I year. I don't want it. Ah, oh, just it just feels disgusting. Oh, and
2: I was so wrong about Josh Allen. I just, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. We're taking. Well, let me
1: just say officially, Mike, on the AEBG scorecard here, and I, I won't speak for Harrison here, but I, I'm, for you and I, Mike, we, we're four and four after eight games. That's not that bad.
2: Oh, okay, okay. But I think
1: this game right here versus the Bills. I mean, is L versus L, Bills? Yes, like, I can There's nothing even to talk about. I think the Dolphins. These Dolphin games are winnable though. They're going to be coin flips. They're going to be much improved, and uh, they've done a great job okay. the last few years. One of the best teams turning around talent since base left. They had the worst talent in the league. Look at their team now. Tremendous
2: job. So let me let me just ask this question to Wookie. I'm going to you because you had uh, remember uh, Harrison. We were talking about this dynasty league that we have. Uh, Wookie drafted Tua. And Herbert last year, he had two. He ended up maneuvering himself in the draft, and he traded away Tua. So I want to ask uh, Wookie, what do you think about Tua Tonga vailoa in his second season? <laughs> do you think he's going to end up taking the the next step? And do you think that the Miami Dolphins are going to grow and become an elite team?
0: Uh, I think he. Uh, I think he has the tools to do it. Um, something for, and it was nothing, there was no like math or, or anything that's jumped out in my head as to why I made the trade. Something just said if I'm going to keep one of these and get DK back and whatever else I got back, um, you know, Matt Ryan, Tua was going to be the guy because I was never completely confident that he was going to be or he could get to where he could because of the hip. I know they said it 100%, yada, 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 but I haven't seen a hip injury like that since Bo Jackson, and that didn't work out for Bo. Um I'm happy for the kid. I think they can do fine. He's got to take the step this year I think where the pressure is going to be immense going into year 3. Though. Right.
2: Right. So so Harrison, this is the thing about Tua that that takes me back a little bit. You know, you heard his players on Alabama, not his players. Alabama players say they liked um the Mac Jones better than Tua Tagovailoa. And the other part and I know this really isn't something that you is is uh absolute but his wonderlick store score was really low okay and i also heard that they really had to dumb the offense down for tua because he couldn't really understand concepts that well that's what they you know well that was the word coming out of camp so okay yeah maybe he can grow a little bit there but i have a feeling like that tua may not be a good quarterback harrison i'm being honest like he may be a scrub
3: yeah, well, based on what you were just saying, and I haven't I don't know how you know I haven't looked it up, I don't know the truth of it, but if that's you know the hundred percent truth that you know he is having trouble, you know making those mental capacities to the game, that's the game. Football is ninety percent mental. Everyone says that coaches tell you that. And the quarterback, that's why I was talking about with Zach Wilson, all the things I love. Joe Douglas, I noticed, calls them intangible traits. I call them cerebral traits and I've called them that for a while because mm. I look at it as that mental aspect of the game. The cerebral ability that you don't see from that I hadn't seen from a guy like Fields that I was seeing in spades and Zach Wilson. So right. if that's the case, if he doesn't have that, then it's the same reason you see in the combine. You, know, you see the way they question these guys left and right. They ask them a million
2: plays. They want to make sure they got it. If he doesn't have it, then it, it's going to show. Right. And Keith, their moves Miami, I thought Everybody, there are a lot of people who are saying they did it really great in the draft. I thought they did terrible, and I'll give you the reason why. They were the number three pick. They could have got the guys that they wanted to get. They decided to trade back, right, and get all that draft capital. Well, that's cool. They got all that draft capital. Good job. But then they decided to go back and trade up, and they still missed out on the top two players, Chase and Pitts. So they got Waddle there, but they could have got Waddle at 11, essentially, or Devonte Smith, like the Eagles yeah. did. So to me, I thought they got cute with the with, and they missed out on an elite player. Jalen Waddle doesn't scare me as a Jet fan. Yeah, he's fast. He don't scare. Jamar Chase scares me. Hell yes, Jamar Chase scares me. I would not want Jamar Chase on the. But Waddle doesn't scare me. So for me, yeah. I don't. I don't agree with a lot of these sitting, uh, people saying they had a great draft. Yeah, they probably had as well. I thought they gave up a lot of value up at the front.
1: Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I'm just looking at it from the standpoint of when Gase left, it was and Gase was making personnel decisions for them. For left, it was the it was the least talented team in the league. It wasn't even close. So look, look at the team now. I'm not saying they're gonna go out and win the Super Bowl next year, but they turned it around. I think they're going in the right direction at least. We'll see. Mike, Waddle to me, I'd rather them of all those guys, Waddle's the guy I was hoping they'd get. I didn't want them to get chased, I didn't want them to get pits. I was like, Waddle's hit or miss. You look at Waddle's great, lightning fast. And you look at his college stats, he never had a season where he had a thousand yards. So We'll see how that works out, Mike. When it comes to the next game after that, Texans, Mike. Houston, Texans. That's a W. That's a W right there. I don't care who the quarterback is. Washington well, said If Sean Watson's the quarterback, it's a whole different ballgame. But I don't think he's going to be playing football this season. We don't have to go down that rabbit hole right now. Things are not looking good for him, though. But I do think when they go down to Houston, Mike, you'll be in attendance. Yes, and you're sir. Watch the, you'll watch the Jets slap the garbage-ass Texans around. How do you feel about that?
2: I feel great about that. I will be in attendance, and I definitely think they're going to smack him around. I just saw breaking news that Houston Texans just added quarterback Drift Driscoll. Uh, I don't know what's going on down here. Everybody. Uh, if if uh, Mr. Watson isn't playing quarterback, I definitely see them taking an absolute W here.
1: And they're put in a tough spot because it's like you think you're going to base your team around the guy. I mean, last year, Watson was un- unbelievably good. He always has been. And then just for reasons that have nothing to do with football, just plucked right out of thin air. Could potentially be off your team. Um, and that team has actually run like a dumpster fire since a lot of different things have happened there, Mike. I feel bad for your wife, who's a Houston Texans fan, and the lovely people of Houston. But, Mike, we got to go down there and spank them. We can't have mercy on this team. What do you think, Harrison? You think if Deshaun Watson's not there, this season is an absolute train wreck for the Texans.
3: I do, I do. I, I want to mention the Texans, but just going back quick to the Dolphins, because yeah. uh, Michael mentioned their uh, their draft, and I wanted to to bring it up quick. I mean, I think the biggest issue with, and again, I hadn't heard any of the cerebral things with Tua Tagovailoa. So let's just pretend, you know, he has that ability, and he has the ability to do what needs to be done. The Miami Dolphins, they kind of needed, like, an offense, like, like, literally an offense. So, like, how do we look at, like, Sam Darnold needing talent? Tua didn't have a lot of great talent around him. So, you know, in the offseason, they go out, they get guys... Like, uh, you know, obviously Devonta Parker, you have a big guy on the outside, but now bringing in a guy like Jalen Waddle, you have a deep threat. So they also have Fuller now. uh, And if you look at their draft as well, they traded back. Like we said, they got uh, Waddle, who could be an excellent deep threat, a good complementary piece to Parker. Uh, the next two defensive picks I like. Then Liam Eichenberg is a good tackle pick. I mean, that kid has a lot of potential. Oh, I either love it. Left or right tackle. Then they take Hunter Long, who is considered one of the better receiver tight ends in this draft. Then they got a sleeper uh, offensive tackle and a sleeper developmental running back. So I wouldn't say they they killed it like some people said, but I wouldn't say it was bad either. Yeah. I'd say it was good for what they yeah. needed to do. They needed an offense. Yeah. And they walked away with a deep threat. Uh, a, a really good offensive tackle, in my opinion, in Eichberg, a tight end that has potential, another offensive lineman that has potential, and a running back and Dokes that has potential.
2: Yeah, agreed. But
3: on, yeah, but onto the Texans quick. I don't think uh, Sean Watson's playing. I think with everything going on this year, Deshaun Watson will not be playing. Their quarterbacks going to be Tyrod Taylor or something. It, they're not going to have that great a season. The Jets can blow right through
1: them. Yeah. After that, we play the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, they got Jalen Hurts there. I mean, that that's is a, my guy, man. That's an interesting team. And that's an interesting uh, offense they're going to be throwing out there. Because even though Hurts, you look last year, the completion percentage wasn't amazing. And you look at his QB rating. It's not like it was that much better than Wentz. But he, the offense looked a little bit better with Hurts. And I think you give him an offseason. You know, as the starter, you know, let him have the whole preseason game. By the time he starts next year, I think that team's going to be pretty decent. Eagles have plenty of good players on defense also. I think the Eagles are going to come in and whoop us. What do you think, Mike?
2: Um, I don't know. I, that that coach is a little bit weird to me. It that, the, the, Everything that's happening with the Eagles right now kind of resembled the Jets when they hired Adam. So... I don't know. Um, we'll see. Jalen Hurst. Uh, I know they got a pretty good receiver there. Um, they've got some good tight end talent there. I think we could I think we could take a W. I don't think. I'm not really scared of the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, yeah, they could I feel like us. we're just
1: the same type of, t- kind yeah. of, same type of team. Yeah. Yeah. That's a difficult one. The game after that, guys, we go up against the New Orleans Saints. Another home game. Mike, Wookie, what do you think? Do you think by the time this shakes out and the Jets play the Saints here um, it's in December 12-12, do you think Taysom Hill's the quarterback, Wook, or do you think Jameis Woods is the quarterback?
0: Uh, I'm a bit, and I've got nothing to base this on. I just um, – I see Winston ending up – by the time you guys play him, I think it's going to be Winston. Uh, just for some, for some odd reason. I mean, I think Hill could go on a run. But I don't know what his ceiling is as a quarterback. He gimmick plays. He was, you know, he worked on, you know, wide receiver. But um, I think it's going to be Winston. Um, and I think you guys could take a W in that game. I
1: yeah, think. and it's funny because they basically are paying Winston and Hill the same amount of money, right? Winston, I think, I think Hill actually has more guaranteed money. But basically the same contract. So I have no idea. Now, Mike's a big James Winston lover for whatever reason. <laughs> The world record in turnovers, it's mind-boggling. But Mike's been in his corner. Mike, I'm assuming you think Jameis is going to go ahead and take this spot from uh, Taysom or what?
2: Absolutely. I mean, (laughs) Harrison, here's the thing with Jameis. Um, I'm a fan of Jameis because I feel like Jameis is – I listen to him as a leader when he talks to his team, and I see someone who has a lot of passion, and I see someone who definitely tries to throw it all out there on the field. He has a turnover problem. That is an absolute fact. Um, if he doesn't fix it, he's finished. But what I tried to explain to Keith and others about Jameis is his ability to execute. Um, he has been able to throw for over 5,000 yards, he has thrown for 30 plus touchdowns. Um, the fact there's not a lot of quarterbacks that can do that um now does he throw the interceptions as well yes but if he was able to somehow and this is where keith and i get into our our difference he doesn't think that he would ever be able to get rid of the turnovers i say he got lasik he could see better i got lasik and i could see a thousand times better than i used to he was playing the whole time like this (laughs) i mean whatever i'm not saying that's the reason but he can see he is with sean payton and if he gets a starting nod Watch out for Jason Jameis Winston. That's what yeah, I'm they saying.
1: They didn't invent LASIK surgery five months ago. So you're telling me this kid couldn't see the side of a barn. And no one mentioned it. <laughs> he didn't. He mentioned it to no one. All of a sudden, he had this epiphany. Oh, my God, I got to get my eyesight checked. First of all, I'll let you have that. We won't even go down that road. Street. 121 interceptions. He played 78 games. I know. Let's not get into that. He lost a million fumbles, too. It's, like, hard to fathom. I
2: get it. Here he, he it.
1: threw 5,000 yards. Um, he threw 30 interceptions. Harrison. 33 touchdowns. It's crazy.
2: Yeah. Harrison, so, could I just ask you is he, do you think he's a threat potentially? Just a yeah, Winston. So,
3: so when it comes to Jameis Winston, originally we first came out, and the I think was actually a thing. If you look back in college, I think, Keith, it's interesting to know why he waited so long to fix it. That's an interesting thing. I, I know. But it was actually a problem. Because if you look back in college, if you remember, at one point they switched uh, exactly on the sideline, they switched to calling with the cue cards, like in the NFL, and that was him. The dude was like squinting, like, oh, I remember watching it. Like he was struggling <laughs> to see what was happening. I don't know why it took that long to dawn on him, like a light bulb went off. But no, he definitely had eye issues. But I'm a big ACC guy. Like, I, I love. ACC football, ACC basketball. I liked him at Florida State. When you look at Jamison Winston, you have to remember his quarterback type is a gunslinger, just like a Brett Favre. He's going to take those risks. He's going to make those big throws. He's going to take those chances. You have to remember Brett Favre on a very talented team had the most touchdowns but also the most interception. That's the kind of player Jamison Winston can be. If you put him in the right situation to make the right decisions with talent around him, he can be like that. He's the gunslinger type. He's going to take those chances, take those risks, make those big throws, Third throw in the window, even after he made the interception.
1: Yeah, you know what? I know what you mean, but like that type of quarterback... That throws a lot of picks and touchdowns. They don't. They're not successful in the NFL anymore. Not anymore.
3: I mean, yeah. Right, you don't right, see the Brett. Right, they with I mean,
1: look at Terry Bradshaw's stats and Joe Namath threw a million picks. Right. Two thousand twenty-one to me. And I'm not saying you're incorrect. I'm just saying to me, um, someone that you know is either going to throw a TD or an INT, that guy's a liability to me. Yep. Yep. You know, um, I'd rather a guy throw 25 touchdowns, four thousand yards, only five interceptions. You right. know, if you're asking me who I want to run my team, and I love. James Winston's pregame speeches, Mike. When he was on HBO Hard Knocks, he was the most entertaining guy maybe ever on the show. As a human, I love him. He seems like he's a great guy. But when it comes to football, I just ask myself, so last year, James Winston, and Taysom Hill wasn't even a quarterback. I know. Caprice can't play, but Taysom Hill starts. And James Winston's holding a clipboard. I'm, I'm sure Sean Payton knows more than me and more than Harrison and more than you. He must know what he's doing. Yeah. So why doesn't he play football last year? That's what, that's what the only point, and you would think logically, James Winston... Has to start over freaking taste of Okay, when I if you ask, put it on my head, Mike. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna agree with Harrison also. But why last year didn't he start? I was mind-boggled. It made man. no sense to me. You know, know, and I'm not saying that's gonna continue this year, but um, that's wild. So
2: do we take a W? Way,
1: yeah, if we play Hill or Winston. Offenses would be different. They have a pretty decent defense. That's a good team still. Still good. You know, well coached team. Ton of talent on the team. Right. Um. I don't know. I feel like that's going to be L. Just I just feel like that because the Saints are so well run. Um. What do you think? What do you think?
2: I Mike? I agree. I agree. I'll, I'll give us an L on that one. What about right. Harrison? Wook? you guys agree?
1: Yeah, I would say you know
3: I think that could be a toss up. Honestly, that game I give it yeah. to like like he said the Saints defense. That's where they tend to be yeah, really that's really that's great. great. Yeah. So depending how the defense plays, if they. Get in Zach's face if they shut the receivers down, shut the running game down. It could be interesting. But yep. just going back for quick, you guys mentioned the Philadelphia Eagles. Don't sleep on Jalen Hurts. That's my guy, man. I said back right when they signed him, back the beginning of last season, I tweeted it out. I said, bold take. within this is before last season started. I said, by 2021, Jalen Hurts is going to be the starter of this Eagles team because he's awesome This kid showed that he can overcome adversity with the way he went to Oklahoma and still lit it up on another team still became a captain and a leader in a short time he's underappreciated in the pocket like Lamar Jackson can make those throws but he's dynamic out of it I really like Jalen Hurts and I think that kid has a lot of potential
2: he's got a runway there's no question he's got a runway um we when we we play the Miami Dolphins after that i think we're going to split between those guys we'll see what happens but the next game really keith is the is one the that ball. i want to hear i got to hear this i got to hear this from you i got to hear this from you i got to hear this so 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 we talked about drama right we said that the nfl is all about drama can you imagine a more dramatic scene when Trevor Lawrence throws a touchdown to Tim Tebow against the Jets, I can't think.
0: <laughs>
2: I can't think. Oh, That'll be Tebow's man, only touchdown no, of the season. No, yeah, right. keep, and it's going to be the
0: same touchdown sport, the Superman throw that he did to the tight end back in the day.
2: will <laughs> explode, bro. I mean, the media <laughs> won't be able to handle it, brother. Oh my God. Drama? <laughs>
1: That's going to be fun one, man. Jags, Jets, they have like some nice pieces on offense that should be fun to watch also. Jags won't be a bag of garbage as bad as they were last year. Jets are going to be much improved. Wilson versus Lawrence, number one pick versus number two pick. Day after Christmas, stoked about it. Mike will be there. I think it's a home game. It's a home game, right? Yeah, it's a home game it. for the it's Jets. A, it's a home
2: game. against that's what I'm saying. Uh, if he throws a Tebow
1: at midlife,
2: oh my yeah. God. And but, if you hey, ask
1: me, if you ask me, you have a better roster right now than the Jaguars. Oh, I agree. And I think if we get to the end of the season here, uh, Jaguars, they had a pretty decent draft, but that team has not been run well for a long time. But I think we're gonna go ahead and take that W, Mike, day after
2: Christmas. I agree.
1: You think so? Yeah,
2: I definitely think so. But I will say uh regarding the Jaguars, you know, they I Harrison, I feel like the Jets, I feel like finally, and and I don't wanna I don't wanna curse us, I feel like the right thing happened. And we beat the Rams and we beat the Browns and we didn't get the number one pick because if we got the number one pick, we would have got Urban Meyer. And I don't want Urban Meyer. And I know Woody would have took him. You know, you guys also know Woody would have gripped him up in a second if he knew that the potential of having Urban Meyer because of Trevor Lawrence. I didn't even think of that. Already. Look at what they're doing. Okay. They draft that running back, Etienne, and they put him at receiver. Okay. Like hold on, a second. James Robinson, right? Who was one of the rookie of the year candidates or whatever? Then they're talking about, uh, um, you know, uh, I forgot what's the other thing. Oh yeah, Urban Meyer. He wants to. Yeah, he's good. They're taking. They're taking uh, Tim Tebow. You know what was that decision about? The guy's thirty three. He hasn't been played football for nine years. I love like it. these decisions, this is very. And I don't want to say jet esque, but there, it's very. Dysfunctional in a, in a way. And I think Zebo is like. I could absolutely have seen the Jets doing this ridiculous. Don't thing. sleep on ETN, man. Oh, he's, oh I know. ETN I was it, the man.
3: best receiving back in this draft, like but without question. Yeah. So the yeah. idea of possibly, if he says he's lining up a wide receiver, I'm thinking he's lining up as a gadget slash slot option.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah. with a
3: guy like Lawrence that he has chemistry with and Robinson, I had that kid in fantasy last year. Man, he's the reason I almost won in fantasy. That kid was a beast in his rookie year. I thought that two-headed monster between him and ETN could be interesting. Man, if they're going to use ETN as more of a receiver, that, that, that's interesting. But, uh, what I'm Very saying is
2: I don't trust uh, the Urban Meyer. I don't think he's really a good coach. I think I we lucked him. out and we got the better coach. We got the better system and the quarterback to fit the system. I'm glad that we didn't get the first pick. That's what I'm trying to say to you. I'm looking at Jacksonville with an awkward eye like, Mike,
1: the- do, you think, do you think if uh, we got Urban Meyer, 80 guys are showing up for a voluntary minicamp? No. Probably
2: not. Hell that happened
1: last week with Robert Sala because Robert Sala has guys buying him. They don't even know him. Well, just seeing interviews with this guy, the type of uh, passion and energy he's bringing. And I'm I'm not uh, discounting Urban Meyer, but I know Robert a different type of guy getting his first shot here as a head coach. I'm stoked. I'm stoked how everything worked out, to be honest with you. We and do. we said this at the end of last year when people were ready to jump off a bridge and we won a game and people were losing their minds. I said, man, let's let the season shake out. Let's let this draft shake out and see. then we'll make our assumptions about next season. And I couldn't be happy with how things worked out. And after we play those Jags guys, Super Bowl champions,
2: coming yeah, into town,
1: Tom Brady makes his return to battle the New York Jets. That's a loss. L. Yep. I mean, that's just a loss. Yeah. We, we all agree. Don't have to, we don't have to get into it. It's just an and L. Then Mike.
2: Buff- and then Buffalo. And, uh, you know. And, and Mike, I'm it. gonna go ahead
1: and give you the tally here. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wins. Sounds our, about right. It sounds yeah. about right, right? Yeah. And that's, I mean, I think we were being pretty realistic. <laughs> Most of the 50-50 games. We gave the other team the edge here, which is the only way to do it. And I think we could win six or seven games last year. We got yeah. a 17-game season. I don't think anyone expects the Jets next year to be contending for a playoff spot next year. We know we got those two first. We got those two second rounders next year. We're going to be rebuilding again, rebuilding again for 2022. That's a more realistic time for us to look for some success. Eight, nine, ten wins that year. I think this year, all we want to see and I'm just I'm just speaking for myself here, but I think most Jets fans I've spoken to are on the same page. You want to see the Jets look organized as opposed to how we looked last year, which is a mess, right? Every single game. Mm-hmm. Even though we got whooped all the time last year. It's not that we got whooped, it's that we looked embarrassing. Look, unprepared. Guys didn't look like they knew what they were doing, right? Right. Separate from that, we just want to see Zach Wilson mature. It looks like they put some weapons around him. Just let the seed that we're dropping in, just let it germinate. Just let it germinate, guys. Let them progress as the year goes on. Let them figure things out. So by the end of the year, maybe we go, hey, we've really got something here. That's all I'm looking for next year. The wins? Icing on the cake for me. You know, but that big win week one would be huge. I'd like that one, Mike. I'd really like that one. I'd like one win against the Hill people. But regardless of any of that, we just want to see improvement from our boy and hopefully the Jets moving in the right direction finally after all these years. What's it, 10 years now? We haven't been in the playoffs, but not just 10 years, guys. Only one of those years, that one Fitzpatrick year, did we even remotely contend or feel like we had hope. So it hasn't just been that long. It's been depressing 10 or 11 years. So I think this year, even though we only might win six or seven games, Mike, I do have a good feeling about it. That's all we got for this week. Uh, Another one in the books. Michael, if anyone does want to get at us, listen to us, or support the AEBG universe in any way, shape, or form, where could they do that?
2: Well, we're hosted on the Elite Sports Radio Network. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, dot com. Please follow us on Facebook at AEBG.JetsRadio, on Twitter at AEBG underscore NYJ Podcast, and on Instagram at Jet.AEBG.
1: Harrison, if anyone wants to get at you, see your wisdoms that you're putting out into the universe on a daily basis, let them know where they could do that. Definitely, man. So I own
3: my own Jets company, Take Flight Media. We do Jets writing, Jets reporting. I have a couple of writers on the site, uh, takeflightmedia.org. You can find us on Twitter at NYJets, TF Media. Also on Mondays, I do a podcast talking about all them Jets, uh, evaluation. Last one, we did offensive line analysis, have some guests on time to time. Uh, check that out. It's Monday nights, live on YouTube at 7 p.m. It's called the Take Flight Spit and Fire podcast because I try to be spitting that fire.
2: <laughs> I love That's it, what man. I'm talking
1: about. <laughs> you heard the man on behalf of the biggest jet fan in the state of Texas, Michael Legarris, the big stinking Wookiee Nicholas Cronk, podcaster, teacher, writer, Harrison Glazer. Thank you for joining us, everybody.
0: Hey, this is your name, your name, your name, and uh, they say it ain't. Easy. Green. Gang Green the New York Jets have their
2: man.
1: Jets got themselves a great Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Talk about all gas, no brake—the great one. We're not talking about effort on the field. We're talking about the process at which we do things.
3: Oh I'm head. not gonna lie to you.
1: Hurry
2: up, hurry up, hurry up! Keep your foot on the base, base, base,
3: base. There's no way I'm not gonna have enthusiasm on the sideline. Hey, own this run! Own this run! The New York Jets beat anybody in the world, and I think we're gonna win next Sunday.